Dingus and Dongus. Hey, Michael. Episode 41. I'm so proud of how many times we've used the same sheet of paper over and over. Yeah, we're, we're saving the planet. We're one... We could just not write... I could just not write it down. Yeah. But um, to me, it's something I don't have to remember if I write it down. That's true. It just I can leave that for anecdotes and for petting kitty cats. <laughs> it's like, oh, I don't have to remember anything because there's, there's pen and paper. And the things that we don't need to remember are the title. Yep. And uh, publisher. Yep. <laughs> That's a lot of bandwidth in my head. Yeah, yeah. Like, if I don't have to remember that. I mean, like, I have a hard time I don't remembering. Remember. Yeah. Just remembering. <laughs> period. I don't have to remember. Yeah. And what were we talking about? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> we read 68. Better run through the jungle. Mm-hmm. Out on Image Comics, written by Mark Kidwell. Look, back in 2012 is when this started. Yeah, I remember seeing um, uh, these books, like, when I was, you know, uh, buying a shit ton of digital copies of stuff. Yeah. And for the most part, I've been just kind of like, oh, just, okay, another war, whatever. Not really interested. Right. Um, but I was actually pleasantly surprised by the book. Same. It was really a war book. Yeah. It was Vietnam, in Vietnam, and I guess Cambodia. Mm-hmm. And then also back in California. Yep. Telling that story that we all know. Right. Plus zombies. Yeah. It's <laughs> it's Call of Duty, Vietnam, zombie mode. Yes. <laughs> Which I've never played. Yeah. Neither have I. I think I just made it up, actually. Oh, well, that exists. Oh, really? I just don't know if it's Vietnam now that I think about it. Am yeah. I, I don't know if they've done a Call of Duty Vietnam. I know they've done... Zombie. Right, yeah. Zombie's like a staple in like those first person shooters now. Yeah, yeah. But Battlefield did Vietnam. Oh, did it? Yeah. It was an expansion for uh Bad Company Two. Huh. Okay. I just feel like you have to be really careful with a game like that. Yes. Very, very, very careful. careful. Yeah. <laughs> Cause uh it you will get a lot of anger towards you if you do it wrong. Right. Yeah. But uh, as for the book, I think I think he handled it pretty well. It was a period piece. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, so you get all the racism. Yep. All of it. Um, in fact, uh, in that first issue, like I started feeling like it's. A little much. A little heavy-handed. Yeah. A little heavy-handed. Like, no redeeming values whatsoever. Yeah. All the characters basically suck. Yep. Um, But on the second issue, where uh, it jumps to another little squad, right? Right. That's when things were, oh, okay. Like, this wasn't just an excuse for the writer to, like, write this horribly (laughs) racist stuff. (laughs) Like, there's a point. Right. And that that, that second issue is when the, I think... um, the Asian soldier was introduced. Yes. Yeah. And and the, and the dog. Yeah, and the dog. <laughs> and they're basically the heroes of the story. I think the hero of the story is the zombie wielding a scythe. With, with the, I don't know what those hats are called. 
the, the Raiden hats, kind yeah, of? Yeah, yeah. I don't know what the hell they're called. Yeah, I, I mean, I just assume it's straw hats. Straw hats, yeah. yeah. That That's the hero of the story yeah. to me. Because it's consistent. That particular zombie is consistent through a lot of different panels and that's pages. True. That's true. Like, this is... This is the badass zombie leader right. of the zombies. It's it's that uh, <laughs> <laughs> like in in the final like I don't know how many volumes there are because there are multiple vol- right. multiple volumes. But in the end, it's going to show that zombie. It's like I have reclaimed the world for us, my brothers. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> right, but but then in that uh, little uh, little uh, little box with the translation with the asterisk. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I also really so uh, this was definitely more of a war book than a horror book. I hadn't read any of these. I was hoping it'd be more of a horror. Book. Mm-hmm. It had horror elements to it, but it didn't have the atmosphere or of horror. Type. Right, right. It was war drama, mm-hmm. basically, and a like a slight bit of like social political commentary. Yes, uh, kind of like what Romero did with his zombie movies. Pretty much, yeah, yeah. yeah. I uh, so with that I was a little disappointed, but I still enjoyed the book overall. Mm-hmm. I especially liked the amalgamation of zombies all in one when when that character that you were just talking oh, about yeah. goes into the, the the tunnels. Yeah, and then all the hands are reaching out or whatever, and then I guess at the top side it's just this bulbous zombie Frankenstein thing all put together. That yeah, was pretty awesome body horror. Stuff. I think. In that issue, uh, the the quote unquote explanation, it might not be the official explanation because we don't know the origin, right? Right. The explanation was uh, these were decomposing bodies that have essentially melded together. Yeah. Like as they were decomposing in the ground. Yep. I was like, yo, that's, that's cool. Fucking awesome. <laughs> and the like when he was in the tunnel and and you see those arms, I just assumed those were like just individual zombies like reaching down. Nope. <laughs> no, it's just one giant fucking monster master zombie <laughs> he it's the lieutenant of uh sight zombie yeah yeah <laughs> right hand man yeah right hands man all right hands <laughs> yeah that's all it is <laughs> it was so this character who i already forgot the name of it's not fucking new guy right that was a different guy that died and there's a lot of people who died? Yeah, well, everyone dies, right? Yeah. Except Eventually. for Dog. Yeah, Dog. Is... With the CIA guy. Uh huh. What is this? Oh, what, the, anyway, the Asian character yes. that survived. Uh, his last name was Yam. I remember that. Oh, yeah, Sweet because, Potato. Yeah, because the dude was calling him Sweet Potato. That's right. He's the only character that was continuous throughout the book, except for the very beginning, right? Um, him and CIA guy, right? For the most part, I mean, you get, uh, you know, the doctor. Um, oh yeah, and the uh, uh, the leader of the base. Gotcha, uh, Ariel or Ares or something yeah, like that. Base Ares, yeah, yeah. or Ares base. Ariel. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Disney base. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what would a base Ariel look like? A base. <laughs> um, I mean, like, okay. So I, I get the whole, like, base god... Well, no, I actually don't get the whole base god meme because I, I know nothing about it. I just hear about it, and I, I don't know what it means. Okay. Uh, but I know what basic means. Yes. So a basic base, I would assume, is a tent. 
with a water cooler. Okay. Um, and maybe one pack meal. And that's a base aerial? Yes. <laughs> I don't fucking know, man. <laughs> There's no oh. seashells anywhere. Uh, There's no red hair. <laughs> oh, Disney. A, a, a base aerial. <laughs> An aerial for the base. Yes. Oh, okay. Well, in that, <laughs> in that case, it's probably just um, the one guy who's a redhead. <laughs> I just imagine they were sandbags positioned to look like a mermaid with, like, a mop that's spray-painted red or something. And every day they sing uh, Part of Your World. Yes. <laughs> with with a fork. Yes. There's a fork there. A spork. A Not spork? even a, a spork. Yeah. Well, yeah, because it's already based. they got to be efficient. Right. Yeah. And that's, <laughs> that comes in the mess kits. Uh-huh. You don't get a fork and a spoon. You get a spork. Uh-huh. That's uh-huh. why... Who knew that Taco Bell was a military institute? <laughs> I think they've I think they've moved from sports though. Have they? I don't really know. It's been a while since I had everything I ever get from Taco Bell is hand yeah, food, right? <laughs> <laughs> but I remember growing up, their thing was spork. Yeah. So I don't remember, man. That's GI Taco Bell, gastrointestinal <laughs> Taco Bell. Taco Bell. <laughs> That's where it belongs. <laughs> but. I also, going back to this, thought the art looked really cool and fit with the war zombie story. Yeah. it's It's got, like, a, a roughness to it. Yep. That, that's uh, very appropriate. The zombies all look great for uh, zombies. Yep. I liked the image when they were in Berkeley. I want to say Berkeley, California, where they took the real-life tropes of the student protesters putting the flowers in the guns and mm-hmm. stuff. And they showed that image, or version of it, and then a zombie outbreak happened. They were going to shoot police. Like, yeah. these two uh, people conspired to go and shoot a cop is what I understood it to be. And then one of the guys, not girlfriends, but like... Just a chick he was baying. Yeah, essentially. Kind of shitty about. Yeah. It's like, you owe me. I got a lot of money tied up in you. Mm-hmm. Which I assume was weed related or drug related. Yeah. Anyway, he ends up shooting her on accident. Cause she's like, don't shoot a cop. What are you thinking? Mm-hmm. And then she turns into a zombie. There's a whole zombie outbreak. <laughs> and presumably, because of the war taking in South Asia, Southeast Asia, all the zombies are there. And then Berkeley has zombies. Presumably, it's worldwide. Yeah. We don't know where, like, ground zero is for the epidemic. Right. But uh, that's that's what the CIA guy, I think, was trying to figure out, right? Yeah. he was hunting for that uh, weird uh, doctor who's doing, like, crazy experiments. Right. The Frankenstein, I think, even came up a couple times. Yeah, yeah. In, by word or whatever. Right. Um, so, yeah, like, after reaching the end of this volume, I it got me interested enough to where I think I might check out, like, the next volume, at the very least. Right. Well, I'd be curious to know, because this very much took place, most of it was around that one base. Mm-hmm. Are they going to keep different bases in the Vietnam War and have it focused on that? Or I'm curious to see how they expand it out. Yeah. If it's focused on the Vietnam War or if they bridge it to other parts of the world during this time. Right, right. That would be interesting. Yeah, um... 
Yeah, I, I mean, I, I have no idea what the scope of this the story that the guy's trying to tell is. Yeah, but, me either. You know. No clue. Yeah. I just know that at the end of this one, a U.S. Embassy in some Asian country. I think it was still in Vietnam. Was it I'm Vietnam? I'm not sure which city. Okay. Uh, was ran overrun by yeah. zombies. Because this other dude, got, Gam, got rescued. Mm-hmm. From the base, somehow, that got incinerated. Yeah. Fucking completely <laughs> incinerated. Got rescued, and then was like, oh, I'm going to go. And the pilot was, I'm going to help these U.S. Embassy people. And then their plane get, or uh, helicopter gets fucked. And now yeah. he's fucked on top of the U.S. Embassy. Right. like there, With zombies coming at him. Yeah, there's like a little barricade on the rooftop. And you, you just see like... Uh, all these zombies, like, just filling the staircase and breaking through the barricade. It's like, well, where are you going to go, buddy? I want to know how Yam gets out of this pickle. (laughs) (laughs) Now he's just like that soldier calling him sweet potato. (laughs) No, it's not. It's a little different. I don't know. Well, who cares? So, okay, well, there's a movie called Hamburger Hill. Have you heard of it? No. It's a Vietnam movie. It's pretty good. Yeah. Um, but now I'm just thinking of a mountain of zombies being shot up and everything is also Hamburger, Hamburger Hill. Hill. Yeah. You should watch Hamburger Hill. It's not too bad. It wasn't about this? Nope. <laughs> Same concept, though. Yeah. <laughs> just yeah. slaughter. Yeah. Uh, when was it made? Fuck if I know. Uh, 80s, 90s? Before. For 40s? the year 2000. <laughs> yes. It was made it was in 1910. <laughs> in the golden era of Hollywood. <laughs> a movie about Vietnam. Before Vietnam happened. At least the war. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know the history of Vietnam. Like, at all. Yeah, I, I, I really don't. And, like... When I saw the title, it was like 68, I was just like, before I even cracked over the book, I was like, how good is my world history? Um, what war would this be? And like, in my head, it's like, uh, maybe it's like, maybe it's Korean or, I mean, Vietnam was in there, but I wasn't quite sure okay. until I started reading. Okay. Yeah. I was about to say, like 68, I don't know how Vietnam wasn't number one in your head. I very well could have been wrong. I could understand why Korea would be in the mix, too, but it's like, that's America's, one of our biggest blunders. Right. Like, that should be in the forefront. But I'm just bad with years. Oh, gotcha. Like, for a while, anything old, I just assumed it was the 20s. Fair. (laughs) World War II. Fucking 20s. Yep. No, that's literally, like, how I thought for a while. I was like... Anything that's, like, not within the past, like, five, ten years, no, it happened in the 20s. <laughs> yeah. No color TV? Nope. 1920s. Yep. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I, I think I would recommend this book to anybody interested in, you know... Zombie or war. Yeah, the subject matter. Yeah, covered. exactly. It, it, I agree. Yeah. I'm... All right. Yeah. Uh, this, this is a thumbs up for uh, part one of the podcast. Let's see if we get a, a two thumbs up with Hypocrisy. And the album is End of Disclosure, released. I'm staring at 
at you to see if I can actually remember, and I can't. Um, 2013. A nuclear blast. A nuclear blast. Um, So I'm going to pause you real quick. When you say two thumbs up, there are four thumbs right now in this room. Oh, shit. That's true. So if we're shooting for two, it's a high probability (laughs) most of the time. Well, 50-50 even. Right. I would dare to say... And with the four thumbs in this room, two of them is a 50-50 shot of going up. <laughs> That's very true. So, so what I mean to say, is it? are we getting four thumbs this time? For the zombie book? Yes. Oh, I mean, for, four thumbs in total? In total for, for this episode. Well, then, yes, because four thumbs went up for the zombie book. Oh, okay. Well, done. Done. We're done. <laughs> All right. See you next time, guys. <laughs> but, uh, so... This album, um, when I, you know, first put it on, uh, for some reason it immediately uh, reminded me of um, the earlier album, uh, The Arrival. I don't know why. There's something about, like, that first song. It's like, oh, it sounds like something that could have been on that album. It's because all of the albums since then have been this. Yeah, pretty much. Basically. Yeah. It, it was a good album. Mm-hmm. Great harmonies, melodic death metal type stuff. Not exactly memorable. That's no. the best way I could put it. Yeah. It's it's, hypo- it's hypocrisy doing hypocrisy, which is a good thing. It's kind of like, like to me, it's kind of like both or being both or That's exact. That was one point I was going to bring up. Like, with the exception here that the first two hypocrisy albums are very much mm-hmm. death metal. Yeah. It's old Later school, stuff, old school, old yeah, came more melodic, and then that was their their iconic sound, mm-hmm. right? So it's very much, this is hypocrisy yeah. now. You know? Yeah, with, you know, light synth elements added in uh, that's been part of the sound since, you know. Since the aliens visited. Yes. <laughs> now that we're already on the subject, <laughs> God damn, you know that, like, ancient aliens is, like, my shit. Not because I'm, like, I believe it, but because it's just, Entertaining. entertaining. Yes, absolutely. It's, I fucking love it, and I can't get enough of it. <laughs> and, and maybe that's why I enjoy hypocrisy so much, is because all they do is talk about aliens invading. And it's awesome! Yeah, it's fucking great! I, like, one of the lyrics that I could make out was, um, them shouting, uh, kill me, please kill me. <laughs> I don't want to suffer anymore. It's like, yeah, that's right. <laughs> aliens, buddy! <laughs> All with really awesome guitar solos uh-huh. and harmonies. Yep, great riffing throughout the album. There was one moment on forty four double zero, I yep. think that's how they pronounce it. Yeah, or something. Uh, the vocals sounded super shitty and way different than the rest of the album. I wonder if it's a guest vocalist. Either that, or he just had a really itchy throat. Yeah, and then needed some tea with honey after recording mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. And they're like. We could record it, re-record it. That's like an extra thousand dollars. <laughs> Fuck it. Dude's got his own studio. Uh, right, yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, didn't even cons- I had to charge myself another thousand bucks. <laughs> I didn't consider that. He could launder money. What are you doing? <laughs> right? Tagdrin. Tagdrin. I don't know how to pronounce it. Tagdrin. That's a, yeah. That's just kind of how I pronounce it. I know how to pronounce Peter. <laughs> But yeah, as as everybody knows, you know, the prophecy is uh, fronted by, you know, Peter Tagrin, who uh, 
is a terrible joke. Do it. Who who is the captain of the USS uh, Ultraviolet Pearl? <laughs> There's a joke about how Peter Tagman looks just like fucking Johnny Depp. <laughs> And now, I really want a movie featuring Johnny Depp playing Peter Totgren, dressed up as a space pirate, going around the universe playing hypocrisy songs to aliens, because it's hilarious, because it's all about aliens coming over to kill us. Uh, that could probably happen. Yeah, I mean... Uh, Johnny Depp is out uh, fifty million from uh, yeah. the Amber Heard thing, so I'm sure you gotta he's, make some yeah. money somehow. Yeah, so uh, Johnny Depp, uh, fifty million dollar idea right there. Yep. Uh, Sweden. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that brings to the table, but it brings something. I mean, look, just look at a picture of Peter Tagman, <laughs> and you'll see this is your destiny. You already play the guitar. It's not that you know, not that. Much of a stretch for you to do this role. It's, uh... So, would they be, like, proper space pilot pirates? Or... Because, I mean, at that point, they they steal shit, and then they would smuggle shit, right? Like, right. So there's more to it. In my head, Ooh. they're stealing shit and taking shit from these aliens civilizations and that's why they're pissed off at earth because it's humanoids or earth uh people Mm -hmm. stealing the shit and then the getaway music are sick riffs from hypocrisy albums (laughs) giving the aliens the idea to oh yeah we should invade no 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 (laughs) this is separate this is soundtrack to the music it's not it's not part of the movie Oh, uh, plot, plot. Yeah. Okay, so 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 it, it isn't Johnny Depp Tatman going around actually performing hypocrisy songs to aliens, telling them, "Hey, we just stole your shit. Come kill us." No. Okay. But it still is Johnny Depp Tatman, <laughs> and he does have a band called Hypocrisy, but he's not playing those songs live. <laughs> That's just a soundtrack. Still, I'm still 100% on board. <laughs> 100 percent um speaking of like weird kind of collaborations with unexpected people i would also like to see paul masvidal collaborate with peter tagler because they're both <laughs> alien mics <laughs> is he yeah oh I, okay but but uh masvidal is more of the hippy dippy alien nut where where he's <laughs> <laughs> i'm i'm very sorry it's, it's not meant to be offensive yes but um yeah, it's it's the whole idea that uh, aliens are here to uh, bring us to the next level of enlightenment and help us out, and they're friendly. Whereas Tigers, uh, no, they're gonna come and kill us because we're shitheads. Do you think a lot of that was because he watched American cinema from the 1920s <laughs> and how we portray aliens in American cinema is very negative, yes, and and aggressive. Okay. 100%. <laughs> but uh, I actually think that would be a kind of neat uh, collaboration. I mean... It would be really cool to get those two on a podcast. And they could discuss these ideas together. That 
Joe Rogan. <laughs> Joe Rogan, tell them about the Dingus and Dongus debacle <laughs> so we can have them on our podcast and not yours. Oh, we're, we're going to have so many tags on this episode. <laughs> uh, but I guess we should go back to talking about the music. Yeah. It's, it's fucking fan. It's because, like, hypocrisy has always been really good at, like, these, like, really powerful uh, choruses. Yeah. Nope. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Continue. Uh. But yeah, it, it's it's they're they're just good. I don't know who actually writes the songs. I'm assuming it's Tiger, but they're just good songwriters. Yeah, I agree. And they they like they're really good at creating really cool moments in songs that kind of stick with you for for a good while. Well, I mean, this one didn't do that for me though. Really? Yeah. Outside of the shitty vocals in forty four double zero. Or whatever. I mean, the way that they, they he said that or sung that stuck mm-hmm. with me. That verb, verb. That's not a verb. <laughs> Phrase. <laughs> Phrase. Yeah. And the shittiness of the vocals, but I don't remember. I've listened to it like six or seven times. Too. Yeah. Like I gave this a lot of listens because I enjoyed listening to it. Yeah. It wasn't like, oh, I don't do that again. No. Oh, this is cool. But I think of other songs, and there's. I guess they're called hooks that really yeah. stuck in. I mean, this is the popular ones too, like um, Roswell Forty Seven mm. or or uh, Erased or oh, Eraser. Eraser. Or yeah. yeah. And then, uh, hell, the one off of Virus. Oh, uh, let the knife do the talking. Yeah, let the knife do the talking. Like, yeah. Whether you think these are good songs, bad songs, whatever, I think they're all good songs. Yeah. There's something about it that's really easy to stick it hooks in you yeah. and remember and for this album the only thing that stuck its hook in me were was a song i didn't like <laughs> oh no yeah but the other songs were good i'm yeah. not saying they weren't it's just for whatever reason nothing i mean that's fair me. yeah uh i've had a couple that just have been stuck in my head like the, that first song end of disclosure yeah that chorus is like still in my head oh one thing that just popped in my head as I cut you off completely, you're done with your thought, right? Yeah. <laughs> the second track had guitar riff that almost sounded like it could have been on Ride the Lightning. Okay, if yeah. You, yeah. If you stripped away the rest of the composition around that riff, it's like, that's a fucking Ride the Lightning riff. Not the song itself, but it feels like it could have fit on that album perfectly. Mm-hmm. So that was interesting. And then it went into like some actual blast beats, I think, or mm-hmm. some actual death metal. It's like, fuck, that ruled. Yeah, I mean, like, for the most part, they do cover a lot of ground, like, metal-wise, I think. Yeah. Like, there's some uh, doomy moments. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, death metal. And then, and then some thrashing moments, too. And uh, honestly, I, I think I do recall, like, um, one song having almost, like, a black metal-sounding uh, part. Yeah. Where, where it's just kind of tremolo chords. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it was like... They're just mixing everything together. And making their own sound that's, as we both have said, hypocrisy. Right, you know, yeah. This is hypocrisy. Yeah, it's, it, yeah, it's them taking like elements of, from all over the place and have it sound like them. Yep. It's, it's fucking cool. It's cool. And I it's like hard it. to do. So I would venture to say we're getting eight thumbs up on this episode. Hell yeah, because we got toes too, man. <laughs> that Four would thumbs be, and... That'd be 16. <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> The approval rating is skyrocketing. Yeah, we're we're just turning into that zombie. 
amalgamation from the comic. But it lost half his hands. Uh, that's true. Uh, well, <laughs> maybe. It, it just, like... It was backwards. Like Maybe it, it, like, it, it got inverted. There you go. Yeah, it's like, you know, uh, peeling a glove off, so it's like... Napalm it, does that to people, really? like... Yeah. Napalm in- inverts people? No, it makes it to where you can peel your shit off. Oh, like I was like, <laughs> that's how fireworks? <laughs> it just turns you inside out. <laughs> uh, Is that the end of our disclosure? That's that's the end of my disclosure. <laughs> I didn't disclose anything. I, I think I shared a lot today. You did. You did. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't have to be the end. I can just edit that. I can edit this. And I can edit this. Yeah. And I can edit this. It can go on forever. <laughs> can you edit? <laughs> yeah, that's going to go in the beginning now. Hell yeah! Dingus <laughs> and Dongus. Hey, Michael.